So it is back to regular carry TV, but not because we're not in a pandemic, but because people are trying to go about their business, live their lives, buy and sell properties, work. They're trying to survive everything that's going on. So the reason we're here today is my client, my kind, sweet, smart, hardworking client just closed on this property in Sherman Oaks. Now this property is very, very special. It is one of the famous Valley suburb architects, William Melanthin, and these homes are known as the birdcage homes, birdhouse homes. Um, they have a lot of beautiful detail that you don't find in many homes. Now these homes can be upgraded uh, differently depending on the people because these, these homes weren't built recently. And so this was a female flipper female flipper, go babe, boss power. So what's interesting about this property is we wrote, we, she saw this one day, she's gorgeous. She saw this one day, she saw about 20 other homes and she said, Carrie, I want this home. Make it happen for me. And when I called the agent, there were over like 15 offers on it. Now the problem with this is that it was listed a lot lower than it should have been, which Sometimes the agents don't know just how popular it will be. So she was out looking at a ton of properties and like I said, she found this one. It was listed at 119. So she said, Carrie, I like it. Can you write? I go to look at comps and I see properties that are upgraded with this similar square footage are selling for a million four. I said to her, um, I have a feeling this may go up in price. So we submit a little bit over asking price. Now, it can be tough sometimes as a buyer to navigate asking price versus value versus your offer price. It's a natural inclination to want to get a deal. So a lot of times a deal in your head means I'm getting the property for under asking price, when all reality, the value is what you should be basing your deal off of. Now, knowing this was priced pretty low and knowing where the comps were at was going to be a big psychological a process for this buyer figuring out what she really wanted to do. She was looking for her forever home. This isn't something she wanted to be in short term and then move. She wanted something where she could build the rest of her life, which is pretty amazing because she got that. So what happened is when the counters came back, they were the typical best and final. Now, when you've got that many offers on a property, you've got cash offers, it feels, I have to be honest, I win multiples a lot, but it feels very discouraging and exhausting. You're like, where do we even go from here without doing some kind of escalation clause? Now, the thing is, is you've got to mix in the relationship with the agent. I finally was able to click with her, build some rapport, have some good conversation, because when you've got all these agents calling you, that's very important. My client thought it over, slept on it, and she came back in at an amazing price, 136. She was just there with the cash offer. So I was going back and forth with the number with the listing agent because that's what's important is getting that number that they can beat. So lo and behold, we get that call Friday night or maybe it was Saturday night. She got the place, she's the buyer. I couldn't believe it, I was shocked. That Monday, beautiful fireplace. We opened escrow and that was the day the world ended. That was the day that the stock market crashed, that everything went bananas. So she said, hey, I want this house. My job's not impacted. Although she was very scared, she's like, let's make this happen. So we get into escrow and the negotiations were smooth. The house is beautiful, in really great shape. So that was all good. Now we had a hiccup. The appraisal ends up coming in low. It came in at the first price she wrote. 
And in, that, in those cases, you have some options where you can bring more money in, or you can renegotiate the price, um, or you can challenge the appraisal. Now, in this case, the, the seller had other offers, so she did not want to renegotiate the price. The comps based on the properties that were similar would actually put this property over 1.4 million, and we were escrow at 1.36. So I went through the comps the appraiser used and went through explanations on why they were different, uh, most of them were not upgraded. They were staged. They were hanging under the freeway. They were the worst comps possible. I don't know if this appraiser was smoking pot or what happened before he did this, this job. So we're in the middle of renegotiating this appraisal. And then um, the lender comes up with an idea to do a different loan structure, like a 90-10-10 or something different from what she was doing. They said, okay, the appraisal doesn't matter. Okay, great. We release contingencies and we're about three and a half weeks into escrow and we're looking to get the loan documents out to sign and close. Waiting on loan documents, waiting on loan documents. Oh, the loan's not approved. Wait, what? Yep. So because of the global economy and everything that's going on, they changed the guidelines for debt to income ratios on the loan that she was doing. So we had to go back to the original loan and then we had to go deal with the appraisal issue. Now keep in mind with appraisers, that when they come out and they value a property, if you tell them that you think the value is different, a lot of times their ego is involved and they're like, screw you, I know how to value property, I know how to do my job. So long story short, we switched back to that loan, we got some more time on the escrow, and the appraisal came back in at the correct value, so we were, we were able to push the loan docs to close. So this was such an emotional roller coaster for my client, and when we closed, she was basically in tears, like I am so happy I stuck with it, because what would have happened really if she had pulled out because of the stress or because of the timing, she would have been in her rental and her condo longer and then who knows when what's going to happen when people get back into the market and the predictions of how high things will spike this probably would be at one five so she is so happy that she stuck with it and i adore her and this house is beautiful i'm so happy for her uh, that she rode the waves and that's how we're doing things right now during the pandemic we had gloves masks we had social distancing. Luckily, vacant homes are much easier to sell with everything going on. But uh, this just goes to show you that when there's a will, there's a way. People have essential needs. They need a place to live. They need a roof over their heads. You can't back out of escrows when you're in the middle of loans and contingencies and deposits. So this is a tale of the first closing I've had during the pandemic and the, um, the perseverance and the difficulties we have with these deals, but you have to have people, agents and lenders with the right knowledge to walk you through it and to know that so much of it is such an emotional process. It's not just a business transaction. So we are so happy for her. I cannot wait to drink some wine in this beautiful house. And thank you for watching my little tour here since my camera is not working. And you know what? The show must go on, business must happen. So cheers guys, stay safe, and we will catch you next week.